try not to be so serious. But you're not serious before, but <laughs> don't, wow. don't try to act like you're serious. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> because, I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> because somehow people people now look at me as one very serious person, which makes it very difficult for me to look with people. Especially, Are you serious? Especially my, my DP on Twitter gives me this vibe of a very serious, like, designer and I want to change it because it makes people feel like I have sense. I have sense, child, but you know, get what I'm trying to say. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. So it's looking exactly. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. But you shall get the drift, child. So, the podcast has started though. There's nothing serious. Anyway, hi guys. You're welcome to my conversation today. Okay, you're welcome to my podcast today. And today we'll be talking and who has recently moved from pharma to tech. To me, it's Generation Z, but he has shown me proof that it's not Generation Z, but it's the, you know, those are the later end of Generation Z, because now we're forming mature. Please, 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 <laughs> to please. To me, to me. You need to anyway, cut that part anyway, out. Anyway, anyway, check him out. I'm not talking anything now. This podcast has started. <laughs> It has started. So, yeah, well, I will try to see you as late millennial. Anyway, but let's move on. So, tell us a bit about yourself. You know, go on, go on, go on. I'm listening. So, I am Shibio Moanula for Victor, a product designer currently working at Voyance. I was in, before now, I was working as a pharmacist in a community pharmacy, but then it was very frustrating. So I had to leave and make the switch. And then, yeah, it's been, it's been a very adventurous journey, but yeah, it's been fun. So, I was pharmacist for children, were you? Ah, almost. I've been. Those years I spent in school just because I didn't want to remain in school. I have to leave school, okay? Because if I was given a choice, I wasn't going to study pharmacy in the first place. I think I don't know. Just a few people know that story. Pharmacy was not my thing. It was just to, okay. Okay. <laughs> it was just to fulfill my dad's like everybody has to study a professional course. So okay. I, I, have to, I have to study pharmacy. Okay. My sisters have to study law. You know. And then our the younger wow. one that is coming maybe has to study medicine or something. So it's, it was just like. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so it wasn't. I actually thought that thing stopped with our own generation. I don't oh sorry, I forgot that you are <laughs> anyway. What I was trying to say is that I thought I thought that thing kind of stopped with the, you know, early nineteen nineties kids and all of that. I didn't know that it moved well. Thank God for today. So what would you have studied if, if you didn't study pharmacy? I think computer something related to computer. Although I do not regret the fact that I studied pharmacy. Because I think it makes okay. that made me a more serious person. If I have studied something else, I thank God you are not serious. If I have studied something else, like when I, I was initially studying biochemistry, I did a year of biochemistry. My grades were awful, like they were terrible. So I, I, it would have been worse if I was oh, wow. studying com- something related to computer science. I don't know how it happened. When I switched to pharmacy, I just appeared to do this kind of maybe because of the people I started moving with. Because I know if I had studied computer science or computer engineering, I would have done it in OU and then it would have been very good for me. It would have been like terrible. So um, I'm grateful for studying pharmacy and at the same time, I, I wish I had probably studied something else. Maybe something related to computer. 
Mm. So, do you intend to take do a master's or take a second degree? Oh, uh, this question. I, I I often avoid this question because when I tell people that I don't I don't have any plans for masters at the moment, it makes me feel like a very serious person. Especially when I have to when I have to speak to my dad, like, are you going to do your masters? And I don't want to do masters in anything that is related to pharmacy. And at the moment, I uh, exactly. So I want to. I don't know if I'm going to do masters yet, but of course I'm going to have to pursue if I'm going to continue my career here in tech, I have to pursue something that like a formal kind of education when it comes to when that is tech related. It might not be a fiscal like it might not be a fiscal course, like maybe after school, but I have to pursue something but when it comes to my I don't know anything about my I don't have any plans for masters yet. Okay, okay. Because I saw, I, I was going to Instagram today and there's this lady, Colors of Ayo, where I think she, she also moved from, I, I don't know what that first degree was, but she moved to tech, cyber security and all of that, but she's based in the United States, mm-hmm. in Nigeria. So she was saying that most of the things you have to learn on cyber security, you learn it in yeah. your job. So is it the same thing with tech? Like, because I, I, I honestly feel like if you feel like most of the things you have to learn, you have to learn in London, then there's no need to Yeah, exactly. Master. That is why I've, I've not been pushed to do master. If I was still in pharmacy, then I would know that I have to advance my career in pharmacy. I have to pursue to become like learn new stuff. Exactly. But when it comes to tech, to designing, to programming, to stuff, most of these things, you learn them on the job. They say Google is your best friend because you have to constantly Google things. So I mean now. <laughs> once if you learn, if you are learning things on the job, that means you can you might not have you might not have that practical knowledge if you like if you go to i don't i don't have to put it like as me i was going to study this in school i wouldn't have had so much exposure as i, as I have had while learning while working on the mm. job so yeah working on the job is is one thing one way to learn when you're working in tech. like learning on the job rather okay. so would you say is what is moving from pharma to tech uh, for me, it is. I don't know about. Okay, let me paint it in different scenarios. For my dad, he still believes I'm very unserious. Like, what? <laughs> he didn't go to school. To, okay, I was writing something. Maybe I'll post it later this evening or tomorrow. But they don't. I don't think. I don't think they okay. believe that something you don't learn in school is you can't be the serious career of something that you don't, yeah, you don't learn in school. Exactly. So for them, in their view, they might be like, uh, "It's only my mom that is now." resonating on my page because I she stays at home, I live at home. So she still the thing I'm able to do to do with what it's um, with this and so for, for my parents, my dad might be like this guy just wasting his time. But for me it's very much worth it because right from time this has been like design has been something I've always wanted to do. Like working in computer related field has been something I've, I've always wanted to do. So yeah, it is it is very much worth it. Maybe I should move to tech. Anyway, I'll think about it. <laughs> but now, so have you ever thought about how you can? I know that fine. You said pharmacy for now. You know, I don't with it. But then, have you ever thought of okay, like the future? The future is AI, artificial intelligence. So, if, if any field that I feel like any field right now that is not doing anything after that analysis, artificial intelligence mixed with tech, then I don't know what's going to happen to that for the next like five to ten years. But then again, have you thought of? Maybe if there is a way you could actually merge your data analysis and tech stuff with pharmacy and come up with something 
unique or something that has never been done before maybe in Nigeria or outside the country have you given this I think course? about it almost all the time my previous bio that oh, I'm looking okay. to edit I, there's, there's a line there's a line that says I'm looking to use tech to solve some of Africa's health problems I don't know what it is I don't know how I'm going to be about it but it's something I look forward to solving because mm. when it comes to tech and health in Africa in Nigeria it is like we are way behind we are only we only have a few companies that are trying to do things to like you know bring us up to speed with how tech is being used in health in other places in other countries but when it comes to Africa and Nigeria it is we are still far behind and something I'm trying I've been looking into like I've been looking inward I'm looking at how how um we can use in this in like in the very little things how we can use tech how we can use digital how we can use things to solve problems here in, in Africa and Nigeria interesting interesting so do you feel like there's still some form of untapped potential in the tech space when it comes to when with regards to africa and nigeria yes like yes it is um uh, and majority of it comes to the fact that our curriculum is terrible because when when it comes to tech and and data you can't most people who are into these things, right, they only go into them after they are done with their mm-hmm. first degree because it's not something you can study in a Nigerian university. Mm-hmm. So we, we tap yeah. we, we tap into this thing much later, like when we are done with first degree, maybe for example I leave school say, uh, 20, 21. So I begin to pursue my own my like I want to be I want to go into tech. So that's when you begin to pursue. But when you look at other countries, they have these things in, integrated into their system, into their educational system, such a way that someone can decide from the age of 12 what he wants to do and go to school to actually study as him. He can go to school to learn like yeah. things that you cannot that you cannot I don't know maybe because our leaders or our parents are not comparing this. That's why they don't include any things in our curriculum. So we have we, we tap into this things very late here in this part of the world compared to the other part of the world where they already have it ingrained into their system right from when they are very young. That's why you find people you see that people are People began to write their first codes and I remember they were five, six, seven. I wonder what you were doing at that time, but you discovered that oh I was still I'm still yeah. I was still maybe <laughs> like battling with it. Let us even say I want to pursue my dream when I leave school. Consider people that because yeah. consider people who are now waiting for the strike to be over for them to end their course. Now there's a strike. So these things is these things really make us like enter into that field very late. I wish I wish we could like change things, but then again, this is where we find ourselves. So yeah, there are lots of potentials that are on top. That's majorly because people, the country, the system has made us wait much later to discover these things than to discover them early on. Except if you are if you grew up in a house where your parents are like enlightened, where they're exposed. Maybe then it is you are you're a very lucky person. But then if you are not, if you are like me, who my father thought that I was going to end up a computer teacher when I was studying computer science or computer engineering in Jampo. Wow. So it would, it would really be very difficult. Interesting. Interesting. In fact, I, I feel like I can relate with you because I, I started back as primary primary two. I think I remember back then, I kept saying I wanted to become a computer scientist. <laughs> but for me, it wasn't my, my parents or my mom. It was just that when I got to um, senior secondary school, of course, everybody in the class wanted to study medicine. Oh, yeah, now. You had to join the bad world, God. Now that we did medicine, we would not get medicine. And we landed in Papa's <laughs> city. But then again, I feel, I feel like, hmm, 
Well, there, there's really not so much we can do about our parents or our caregivers, but we can actually think about what we can do for our kids, yeah, exactly. for the future generation or the young ones that are doing now. So right now, my question to you will now be, what do you think is the future of... Um, what, what, what do you think is the future of data science in Nigeria? And what do you think can be done specifically as an individual? Because right now, we really cannot say, okay, we want to commit to this. I feel like there are some things that might not change in a GP. So as individuals now, as young individuals that are finding their feet in tech and they feel like, okay, this is a place to stay, they have so much untapped potential, what do you think individuals in that space can begin to and start doing to make sure that we have a future for data science in Nigeria. Okay, so um, data science takes generally seen in a very like young stage in Nigeria, in Africa. In Nigeria, yeah, Africa, even Africa, we also have the same thing. But um, like we know that data is like data is new. I said something that data is new oil, and it is what it helps businesses and it helps people, it helps organizations and we are still at a very, we are still at the stage here in Nigeria where we do not utilize, um, we are not utilizing tech at all. We are not utilizing the, uh, this opportunity to be able to use data to perform magic. I mean, when, if you go to, let's still, let's just take it at the most basic level. If you go to the hospitals, you are still using papers and documents to do things. And this, this makes it very difficult for you yeah. to, to be able to make meanings of those data. You cannot, for example, I don't think you can predict um, you can't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just saying if you have a digital re- a record of people who were infected with COVID, for example, uh, or people have recovered, and now we can use that data to predict future um, future expectations. For example, in the US, you see the news that they are expecting uh, maybe in the next couple of months, there will be about maybe a million cases. I'm just giving an example. I'm sure this is this has been made possible yeah. because they've been able to collate data over a period of time, and they've been able to make millions, millions yeah. of it. But here we are still, we are still struggling with paper. Our government is still struggling with paper. Um, we still, uh, we don't have. Is is the the places where you can learn these things in Nigeria are places where private people, private schools have come up and say, okay, we need to have, we need to help people learn data science. So that's where you be, when you want to learn, you cannot learn it in a government-owned university. You cannot learn it in like, you, know, you have to go to maybe. Um, there's a society, I think, the science society of Nigeria or something. There's a school that teaches people this thing. So we need more of those in Nigeria. At least, if our government, if our schools do not like bring these things, even if you can study them in the university, I don't think they, they are making this practical enough. You are still like learning it very theoretically. Mm-hmm. So we need more schools that can help people still to help people to um learn these things to become. Not just data science, just tech generally. I don't think you, in our universities you can learn anything tech related, like pragmatically. So we need more of those. We need to be able to tap into potentials at a very younger age so that when, say, in the future, we can like match the technology, the, the advancement of the world. We don't want to be in level 30 when the world is already in level 1000 because we failed to, we failed to, like, we failed to take advantage of uh, technology, of data, of um of how you, you feel to like advance with the world so we need more of those more schools that are, that are not just data science UX, ui design you know we need so that when people can ha- have a degree like a professional degree and not just something i learned of i'm not saying learning of youtube because that's why i started is, is bad i'm not saying it's, it's not bad but then sometimes 
when you want to work with certain companies, certain outside Nigeria, for example, you might want to say, okay, we need a degree, or we need, we need to see this, we need to see that. But you, it would be weird for us because you wonder how I don't, we don't study this in our country, so it is a very, it's a, it's a disadvantage to yeah. me. So that's why you have people from other countries mm-hmm. being in that role of Nigerians who have actually studied in other countries because they were exposed to these things. Yeah. So we need to change that curriculum. And then the most irritating thing is that I begin to see in job uh, job ads that Nigerian companies are requesting for um, for a degree in design or a degree in and it is the audacity for me oh, wow. <laughs> because you wonder that. <laughs> like, Oh wow! <laughs> like, where, what universities are you guys? What countries are you guys in? You, you exactly. want a degree in design from me in Nigeria? Who have maybe learned this thing on my own? I learned on YouTube. I went to exactly. to private school. So we need in, in Nigeria design tech data is still very it's still much at a very young age. I mean, the person, for example, the CEO of my company is from Cameroon, and then he. He has, he, he, I, I believe in his vision because he wants to make data science like available to everybody. So you don't need to have, like you don't need to, you don't need complex code to do this thing where you can like venture into data science. I just come here, bring your data, do what you need to do and leave. And you discover that when, when it came on, I, I, there is nothing like that. There has been nothing like that done in Africa and Nigeria. But then there are companies that do that in, I think in the US. And that is because they are way ahead. They've seen these things. I mean, I want us to get to a stage where yeah. we can predict what is going to happen in the next couple of years. Say, mm-hmm. like, like, mm-hmm. Um, for example, with the trend as things are going, um, maybe um, our economy is going to do better if we follow this trend and not this trend. If we keep doing this, maybe from the data we've seen, which we don't have, we'll be able to have seen that maybe more younger males are going to prison. Why is that? In the future, maybe this is a prediction of how is it trend? How can we change that? We can't change the future if we cannot, if we don't have these values to be able to help us to like make analysis of how things will go. I don't even understand that. Like, Oh, I guess you, in part, you're sitting bars. Just go on, go on. I'm feeling you right now. <laughs> like, like I watch documentaries and I watch um like they're able to predict. Like, they're able to say that okay, uh, we've we've observed that. There are more black male, young, black young males in prison, and why is this? Because they're able to, they have records on these things. They can predict, they can look at the trend. But I don't know. Maybe there is, oh, but to my knowledge here in Nigeria, I'm not, I'm not because okay, when there was a breakout in the, um, the during the during the NSAS protest, I think there was a breakout breakout in the prison, mm-hmm. and people were like, yeah. people are like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they can't track, they can't track those guys because they don't have fiscal data. Or um, maybe the worst thing mm-hmm. they had was maybe handwritten paper, and then maybe there was bonds or thrown away. And you know, if we don't have these things, I can't say that uh, we don't have this database. That means if somebody commits a crime now and is released. In the next couple of years, he will commit a crime again, and I don't have. There might there's a very high chance that I will not remember the um, the policeman might not remember that this was the person that we that we arrested like yeah. two years ago. There is no record mm-hmm. of um, there are no criminal records, no dip, no fingerprint records, no like data is almost no. It is it is that be very long way to go. <laughs> that be very long way to go. I'm not gonna study data science and, like this. <laughs> and, um, and I, and I and I hope that we are able to do, like, catch up time because if if if, if we don't, more we are we are losing a very we are losing the world. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
I, I love how you were able to say, ah, I know, but serious girl, like, yeah. I don't want to say that. I, 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 love I don't want to say that. Say, you're a very serious person. Please, I'm not very serious. <laughs> I'm trying to change. You're not so serious. After, I'm like, hmm, I'm with the I'm trying to, Where did they I'm trying to change that. I'm not a very serious person. I'm very <laughs> But really, really, I am super proud of you. Like, I'm, what I'm proud of the most is the fact that you learned these things on your own and you were able to build a career out of it. Like, you saw that you, 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 you loved things that had to do with data and, you know, tech and all of that. From that was 211 now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and from there, like, I've, I've really watched you grow and like I would say it anyway that I'm very very proud no, of you. you. I'm very proud of you that you were able to identify what you want eh, what's doing <laughs> <laughs> that you're able to identify what you love and with the fact that you even had to study for mathematics after graduation you still went back and you learned on your own and I feel like this would be a motivation for so many people. Actually the young ones out there that are probably going through the same thing that you went through probably they're studying because they don't like I think most people actually study courses that they do not like, but the fact that we've been able to make something out of it, mm-hmm. and even right now, for some of us that are still in those fields, we are finding ways, to, okay, it still matters, but then again, I still want to do something I love, and trust me, don't worry, mm-hmm. like, probably at the next, at the next jack of Twitter, the Zuckerberg of Facebook, but, <laughs> <laughs> so, I will put your Twitter handle in the description, so that I think you are more active on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll be at the description. Thank you so much, so much, so much, so much. You're my partner. You. you know that, sir. You know that. <laughs> know, yeah, yeah. And I'm, Emma, Emma, I'm Emma, grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful for your impact, uh-huh. too. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. What's doing this one? Patience. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you so much. I, I have learned a lot from you from this podcast. And, you know, it's mind blowing. It's my bad. I'm thank you for having me. So, thank you so much. And I pray that this will actually, you know, be something that would help others that are struggling with identifying how they can actually pursue the dreams that they have. Yeah, yeah. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, thank you, you too. Take care. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>